he said it because of his wet blanket energy. Unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons. We're just happy you're here. So join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. All right, guys, let's creep. But before we do, I just want to have a special announcement for our Patreon. It's launched, guys. So go check it out. Oh, wow. That was that was quick. Sure. Yeah. Jump right into Patreon. Yeah. Go check it out. We have at this point right now, two bonus episodes for you guys, plus four video versions of interviews with former contestants, Ben Higgins, Chris Souls, Michael Stagliano, part one and part two. And that's the whole bundle for November. But we might add some additional little treats and tidbits throughout the month. And then we have some fun stuff already planned for December. So definitely go check it out, guys. It's going to be a lot of great content. We're really excited about it. And we've been working really hard on it. You don't want to miss it. Okay, so let's creep. So it seems as though Gabby and Erich are going mm-hmm. to be breaking up any day now. And people have been speculating that these two are on the rocks for a few weeks now. She hasn't been wearing yeah. her ring. He hasn't come to Dancing with the Stars recently. And finally, a reporter asked Gabby about it. And her response is just like the most telling response ever. Yeah, because initially when people were speculating about this, I kind of thought it was silly just because it's like, oh, just because she's not wearing her ring while she's literally on Dancing with the Stars. That's like, I didn't think that was that big of a deal, especially because like, you know, you're dancing. You don't want to like get it messed up. But this answer is probably the worst way you could answer a question like that besides literally saying, no, we're breaking up. Yeah. So I was listening to Bachelor Rush Hour with Dave Neal, his new podcast. Go check it Mm -hmm. out. And he had the clip of what Gabby said. So here is what Gabby said when asked about if she's still with her fiance. Um, Life is just really busy for the both of us right now. So I understand their concern, but we're just kind of you know, going forward with each of our individual interests and supporting each other from afar. It's the supporting each other from afar for me, because that makes no sense. That's just fluff for we're breaking up, but we can't announce it until I'm off Dancing with the Stars. Are you still with Eric? Anything other than yes is no. Right, 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 right. Like, this is so silly. I get what she's saying about the being busy, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But there's a way to say that. Just like, yeah, we're, so, we're great. But, you know, he's been doing his thing and I'm I'm working hard on this. The supporting each other from afar is so weird because they literally are in the same city. So you're not afar. Well, are they living together while she's on Dancing with the Stars? I thought they were. Unclear. Well, so Eric lived in L.A. before and she obviously is living in L.A. right now for Dancing with the Stars. I don't know exactly where she's technically living but they're always at what seems like his apartment together so yes so i and like look i know that being on dancing with the stars does a fucking number on relationships sean lowe has Mm -hmm. spoken out about the fact that he and Catherine almost didn't make it yeah there have been a lot of couples that break up shortly after getting off dancing with the stars like chris uh souls and whitney broke up right after he was off dancing with the stars it's just Going from a crazy world like The Bachelor and then diving right into like yeah, diving yeah, into yeah. a diving into a full time job where one of the people in the couple is no longer able to kind of, you know, give the attention to the other person that they need. That's what Catherine said. She's like, I literally was in a new city just sitting by myself all day because Sean would be at rehearsals for 12 hours. Like, what are you supposed to do? What is Eric supposed to do? I, I well, understand. But in Eric's case, he at least lived in L.A. prior. Like he ha- he supposedly has a whole life there it's not like he's in a new place but he also doesn't have a job as far as i know so i think he just like sits around all day but gabby could also say 
yes, we're still together. Oh, I miss him so much. It's really hard being away from him, but he's so supportive as I like, he knows this, this is so important to me. And I love how supportive he is of me. There's so many different ways you could have answered it that didn't clearly say we are not together at all. Like this is giving me the um, Clayton Susie vibes when they did that interview where they were like, we're going to go backwards in our relationship and move out. Yeah. And they're like, and we don't know if it's forever or for a few weeks. Who's to yeah. say? It's like, um, you should be able you to say. You should say. say. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm disappointed about this because I really thought they were pretty solid and pretty strong. But I guess I'm not surprised. I Like you said, I think the Dancing with the Stars schedule really can do a number on any relationship let alone a new relationship from reality tv mm -hmm. but so maybe after it's over they can fix it i don't know no they're done you're well, done you're done all i keep thinking about is in the finale of the bachelorette when rachel was like we are gonna marry our dream guys literally dream and in a matter of months since the finale they're not even together i know it's i'm already calling it like they're broken up like i don't actually think they're together right now at the time of this recording i don't know i'm still holding out hope okay but it does not look good you do that gabby and eric are falling apart but maddie and her new billionaire husband got married they did it was a sight to see it, it was it did look like it was a beautiful wedding um i mean i guess when you're literally marrying a billionaire you can kind of go off there's no budget so that's exciting um <laughs> no a lot of people indeed. from bachelor nation were there which i thought was interesting too yeah not really Ann. interesting but like i don't know the fact that she's still so close with hannah ann and kelly all people who all had a connection with peter right so well the funny thing is so kelly's dating peter as we know kelly mm -hmm. went to the wedding peter wasn't there people were speculating like is peter gonna go to maddie's wedding this is so yeah. weird like i would like to think that everyone's moved on and this is okay but it also would be weird peter did not go but then he trolled kelly as like a joke on social media so peter commented so kelly posted a picture of her she looks great in a dress for maddie's wedding and with the caption one of the most beautiful wedding for the most beautiful bride hashtag it's about trout time which i guess that was the hashtag which i kind of hate that's it's about trout time that's not a good hashtag i feel like they could have done better why isn't it it's a trout damn time right no exactly that would have been better you would think with a billion dollars they could have hired someone to come up with a better hashtag, hire me but i'm i'm or, very or you. you'd um, be very affordable i'm definitely yeah <laughs> i'll give you a very good deal exactly so peter said he commented and goes, where's Peter? So this is a solo shot of Kelly proving that she went to the wedding alone. The the where's Peter comment, I think it's just kind of funny because you know a million people were going to be in the comments being like, where's Peter, where's right. Peter? So for him to say it and call it out himself, I think is funny. But then it, it, it gets, gets weird. a little weird. Yeah, <laughs> so then she responds to him going Peter Christian, which I guess that's his middle name. Who knew? I didn't. Um, and then he responds to her going, I'm in trouble. And then she says, you know, when that middle name gets pulled out, go to bed, smiley face. And then he goes, you look beautiful, night. And then she sends him a kissy emoji. So basically, like, keep this in your private text messages and don't put this on your Instagram comments. Like, I didn't need to see this. The issue I have with this is that she is obviously, obviously this is joking back and forth, yeah. but she's speaking motherly towards Peter. And we all know Peter's relationship with his mother. So for his girlfriend to say, Peter Christian, go to your room. You're in trouble. No dinner tonight. It's just giving me weird vibes knowing how close he is with Barb. And that like, yeah. do you like the motherly banter back and forth, Peter? Like, clearly he does. Yeah. I don't know. I, I felt a little... I felt that I was intruding on a private moment mm -hmm. there. And I just think, like, the Where's Peter is funny, but, like, let's leave it at that. Not this weird 
motherly kink. Dropping them. Yeah, is it a kink? Ew, like, gross. It kind of feels, but doesn't it feel that way? Yes, like that's what like I'm flirting, saying. But it's like motherly and weird and like, you've been a bad boy. You're in trouble. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Ew. Ugh. I just vomited literally on my computer. It's broken. Wait, so. we need to move over real quick and then we'll come back to Maddie's wedding. But speaking of bad boy, mm-hmm. let's talk about good girls. Oh, I'm like, yeah, no, that was another one where I really felt like I was intruding on a private moment. So in case you guys did not see this, Victoria Fuller posted a I think it was a TikTok or a reel of her in her dress for for Maddie's wedding. She looks beautiful. And the caption was what was the exact it's caption? A song lyric. Yeah, it's something about being a bad girl. Wear that dress that all the bad boys like. Something like that. Yeah, something something to that extent. If you know if you know the the lyric, like sound off in the comments below. But Greg commented on this and then immediately deleted it, but some amazing person um, screenshot it and we got it from Bachelor Nation Scoop. So shout out them for catching all this. But he goes, Good girl. Ugh. I'm literally vomiting again. I it felt fifty shades of gray to me, no? Yeah, I know. Like feeling the same. Really, it is a private, intimate moment that, for so many reasons, like at least in Peter and Kelly's case, we know they're together as a couple. This whole thing with Victoria and Greg is very much not defined yet. We don't know what the fuck is going on. Victoria Fuller is still on Paradise, yet she's being spotted in Italy with Greg Grippo, who wasn't even there. What? So the fact that they're being so public about this is like icky and then also the content is icky well public but then he deletes it right away so did you think you were sending that in a dm to her and you were just drunk and then you accidentally wrote Mm. it on her wall and you were like shit crazier things have happened crazier things have happened have you ever been stalking someone and then accidentally like something from like 2012 because i've been there so maybe he yeah for sure Maybe but, but, like, okay, but that's like a slip of the hand to like it. To literally, you don't just like slip of the hand and type "good girl" and hit send. That's a sometimes lot. Sometimes I do. Oh, okay. Okay. Sometimes I write full paragraphs to people, and I'm like, "Shit, did not even mean to type <laughs> like, that." Whoops, slip of the hand right there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So let's keep an eye on this one, guys. But um, I'm already not liking what I'm seeing from the two of them. Okay. Crazy theory. What if Greg, sad boy Grippo, has a burner account where he comments on Victoria's stuff, sexy, flirty things, Oh, and was doing that? It's their, like, secret way to flirt with, so no one knows. It's him. But he was on Greg, sad boy Grippo account, not burner account. and he forgot to switch. I mean, that's That's also possible, but but that's, like, such an elaborate thing to go through just to, like, like, why doesn't he just text her? Because it's dangerous to do it in public. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, stranger things have happened. I don't know what they're up to, but it it is just like keep that to yourselves, guys. Mm. I don't want to be. I'm like witnessing all these kinks, and I don't like it. I didn't <laughs> sign up for this. Like, I just want to be a girl scrolling my Instagram in a nice way. Yeah, you're like Yosef's daughter. Like, you can't be seeing all these kinky I know. things. Oh, it's traumatizing, honestly. Back to Maddie's wedding, because people mm-hmm. had a lot to say. Well, first of all, she Speaking looked... of traumatizing, yeah. Maddie's wedding. Back to Maddie's wedding, yes. Well, first of all, the wedding was, like, super extravagant, as we were saying mm-hmm. before. It looked just like Kim's fairy tale wedding when she married Chris Humphreys. Like, when they yeah. did the um, aerial shot of, like, over above, like, I feel like Kim had the exact same one on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So it was a nice little throwback for me. But it was super extra- extravagant. Maddie looked great. Then we see her veil, and her veil had, like, a little message for everyone. And the message is kind of confusing. So on her veil, it says in, like, bold, chunky text, 
worth the wait. What's weird is that they haven't been dating that long and they're young. So that's like, yeah, two things. It's not like you're a 40 year old bride and it's not like you've been dating for 10 years. Both would be like, okay, worth the wait, sure. Are you talking about your virginity? Right, a lot of people are thinking that this is about sex. Well, Afatz sent me a video and it was Maddie on the dance floor and she's like jokingly saying to, like, I think it's, she's saying to some of her friends on the dance floor, I get to have sex tonight in an excited way. So there was talk of like losing your V card, but do you wear it on your veil? Like, hey dad, (laughs) I'm gonna bang tonight. I know it's like I get her like kind of like saying that to her girlfriends or whatever but I think the thing that's and and like this is in no way trying to like criticize any like do whatever you want like you want to save yourself from marriage go off it's not anything about that but I think the thing that's interesting about that is like we even saw this on Peter's season is that when like Madison's mom sat down with her and was like have you talked to him about like the choices you've made for yourself And, and it's very it's a weird thing because everyone in your family including your parents like know now when you're choosing to have sex versus like I don't know about you but like Mm -hmm. I didn't tell my parents that when I started doing that but like because it's like such a public thing that she's saving herself for marriage now like literally her dad knows she's getting fucked tonight yeah weird no I know it's like well also they posted a morning after video from the car and they were like talking about how great the night prior was and I thought of that TikTok sound where it's like everybody knows Everybody knows that he fucks you. I almost have a theory, though, that, like, she did that knowing that it would be a huge topic of conversation, and now she's on the cover of literally every single tabloid and and in the comment section of everything, and everyone's talking about it. Do you think it was, like, literally a Kardashian-level PR move? That she doesn't actually think that's a cute idea? Because, like, the letters are ugly, the blocky letters, worth the wait everyone's speculating like what was worth the wait like give us clarification it's really just getting everyone talking about her and her wedding could this just be like a pr thing and she's just a brilliant mastermind no i don't think i think she thinks this is cute for some i don't think anyone puts it on their bridal veil if they don't really think it's cute really why though i think when you're at that level and like literally 90 percent of your wedding is sponsored like I would do that for, for like a, cause that's not going to be like, I know personally, that's not going to be my official like wedding photo. Like the wedding photos in my house are not going to have that. But if I could just like wear something weird on my veil to get attention, I would do it. Okay. Well, when you plan your wedding, I'll help you get an ugly veil on purpose. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll get so much attention, but then my actual wedding photos will be pretty without. Well, why are you veil. thinking that her actual wedding photos don't have that heinous veil? Because I, well, if it was a PR move, then they wouldn't. Like oh, but we don't know like, that. Oh, no, I know. I I just, that's what I think. Oh, this is all in your daydream that Maddie is a well, mascot. No, because you were saying, well, like, why would she, you know, do such an ugly thing for her wedding? And I'm like, yeah, but I don't think she thinks of it as her wedding. I think it's like a separate, oh, like that okay. picture is just like a separate like PR stunt versus yeah. the rest of the photos that are all normal. I mean, people brought this up in the She's All Batch Facebook group and my immediate response was, it's not my favorite look, but to each their own. If she, she clearly likes it and she yeah. clearly means something to her. So like, that's awesome. And I'm happy and she looked beautiful and she had a great day. So that's awesome. I don't love this trend and I think it's kind of tacky, but Again, ain't my wedding. There may be ain't things I wedding. did at my wedding that Maddie doesn't like, and that's fine too, right? Totally. Yeah. And I mean, she looked beautiful. She looked really happy. So. And what was, but like, off. people were most confused about like the actual phrase itself. What was worth the wait? I really think it's the sex because nothing else makes sense. But you, at that point, you haven't even done it. 
Right. She's just guessing. You're just assuming that's worth the wait. But I, honestly, like, no one's first time is that great, girl. So yeah. you're going to need to work through that with your now hubby. Right. Good luck. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Moving on back to Greg real quick. We're doing this little, like, weird spiderweb back and forth to topics. But I wanted to point out that after Greg was spotted in Italy, he did an ad for Babbel, which is, like, a language company that teaches you different languages. I yeah. thought the timing was ironic because... He literally was in a foreign country at the time. And in the ad, he's like, you know, everyone should go learn a new language and blah, blah, blah. And it just, it was so ironic to me because one, are we really going to avoid the elephant in the room? But two, who the fuck pays Greg to do ads? Because he seems like he has a gun to his head and would rather do anything <laughs> other than post these ads. Like I would never purchase something based off of Greg telling me to purchase it. Like he looks miserable doing these ads. Yeah. I'm looking to see how many followers he has. He's a lot. So I'm sure he gets a lot of money. Well, but so like, there you go. Brands, wake the fuck up and look at the actual ads he's producing. He like doesn't even crack a smile. He's like, yeah, uh, you should go learn a foreign language. I just came back from Italy. I know. He's not really like influencing me. In I'm not way. influenced. Right. He only has 374,000 <laughs> only as like, that's more than any of us. But still, that's not that much for like bachelor royalty that he is. Uh, is he royalty? I don't think so. But he's he's the man of the moment and he has been for a year or two. Yeah, I think he's pretty close to royalty. Okay. He's the the jester that dances for royalty. Sure. Because Victoria Fuller is kind of royalty. Yeah. Just the irony of it all. I would be like, hey, can I not post this foreign language ad today i kind of have this scandal going on right uh, right but no he had to post it that we should all be well learning. he needs the money to pay for the italian vacation that's true he doesn't have another job we know he has that unlimited pto right the fountain of trevi ain't free it's not you have to throw a coin in there so. that's true <laughs> all right moving on so with the colder months coming, I'm doing everything possible to keep my hair healthy and Way has everything you need to keep your hair looking and feeling great all winter long and I've become obsessed with their detox shampoo. And so basically it's a concentrated shampoo that cleanses product buildup, hard water deposits, dirt, oil, and other impurities. And so it's safe for all hair types, including color treated or keratin treated hair and Brazilian blowouts. And so honestly, I feel like it cleans my hair better than any shampoo out there that I've ever tried. And I get Brazilian blowout so this is really clutch for me that I can act because there's only certain shampoos that I can mm -hmm. use or else yeah. it like strips your hair of the Brazilian blowout so I love that I can use their detox shampoo don't even get me started on their leave-in conditioner it makes my hair so soft helps with frizz tangles flyaways and breakage for all hair types and the other day I felt so cool my friend came over and she mm -hmm. saw that I had whey products in my bathroom and she's like oh my god like these products are so nice like almost questioning why I had them I'm like um hello they are working with us she's all batch podcast this is a brand I'm so proud to be working with they have such an amazing reputation yeah because their products are truly that good so it made me just really proud that we were aligning with such a reputable brand plus with the holidays coming they've got amazing gift sets that everyone on your holiday shopping list will love one gift set i'm eyeing is the way better together kit you can get a full-size leave-in conditioner and a full-size detox shampoo for just 40 dollars. like perfect for gifting or just keeping for yourself because like it's all about yeah, no, that's awesome. And I'm always looking for like little gift ideas for friends and family. Like imagine how impressed your loved ones will be when they see whey products in their stocking. I think everyone can enjoy it and people would actually want it versus you go to these like big parties where someone gives you a gift that's like generic enough, but it's like, well, I don't want this. I don't want this. Like, like thanks, a cheese grater. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> 
So discover the ways to share the joy this holiday season. Go to theway.com, that's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use code ALLBATCH, A-L-L-B-A-C-H, and that will get you 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at theway.com with code ALLBATCH. Almost paradise when I get on heaven's door. Sing it. Almost paradise. What? How what? could we ask for more? I swear Whoa. that I All right, can that's see enough. Thank forever. you, Becky. <laughs> okay. okay. And rest. And scene. Okay, go ahead. Would you like to dive on into this recap? Sure. Ready? Five, six, seven, eight. Um, that was probably your best one yet. Have you been practicing? I was practicing. Thank you for noticing. Where, I was practicing every single time? day. When every morning practice? before we wake up to do our recordings, I go at 6 a.m. to the pool. Wow. To the Hudson River, if you will. That's just dedication. Just a little dive. Okay, night one. Night one. I think the biggest thing from Monday night's episode is really like this whole back and forth between Victoria Alex and Johnny and then Victoria inevitably giving her rose to Johnny because it kind of made no sense and to me kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah nothing was really adding up once again and I do think it's weird we were led to believe it was going to be Alex and then Mm -hmm. the bait and switch it's not Alex and now all of a sudden Johnny checks all of Victoria's boxes but literally last week she was saying the exact opposite like she was saying Alex checks all of my boxes. Johnny hasn't been checking them. Yeah, but I don't even know if she said, like, on Monday, oh, JK, Johnny checked. I think Johnny still does not check the boxes. She no, just, like, she has did. a weird. She said that he all of a sudden she checks said, the boxes. She goes, she's like, you cutie, you check my boxes. Oh, she's I thought that Victoria. was, like, metaphorical. Because he well, doesn't yeah, check the boxes. He's not he's literally not- checking them. Like, he's not sitting there actually checking anything. All of those valid reasons of why Victoria was leaning towards Alex are all still there and just as valid. I think she just like likes Johnny more, but for no tangible reason, which leads me to believe that she's not maybe as serious as she thinks she is. You know what I mean? She says she wants a marriage and kids and all stuff. It's like, but if you did, you would pick Alex. So like, do you? So we finally have the rose ceremony. It's the second or third of the whole entire season. I feel like it's been 84 years. Australian Adam goes home proving there was zero reason for him to come to the beach in the first place and he was a producer plant like I'm so confused I I said this last week and I'll say it again Jesse saying to the girls like you really like Adam right Mm -hmm. like isn't Adam so great and the girls are like oh my god we love Adam Adam then came to the beach spoke to no one and then mm-hmm. went home at the rose ceremony. Like, what was the point of that? Why was yeah? That you say time? he's a producer plant, but it's like a plant to do what? Because he didn't do anything. Have you heard though all of the speculation and drama surrounding Olu? And because people have theories online that everyone was supposed to go down to the beach, but because something happened with Olu that we don't know what happened, they had to get rid of Olu. And then unfortunately, Rick was just like a casualty in that situation. They had to send both of them because had they just sent Olu, it would be too obvious. And if, if I'm not making any sense, guys, basically the backstory is Brandon had tweeted something along the lines of if they don't, if they edit out all the stuff that Olu did, like you better not catch me near a podcast or anything. Basically implying that Olu did something while they were all in the hotel. That's that's basically all we know. But we know we didn't see any of that on the show at all. So it's like, what does Brandon know? I find it hard to believe that Brandon is going to do anything that ABC doesn't want him to do. I think it's very clear he's in one of the special couples. 
Sure. But but I will note that that tweet was deleted like 20 minutes after he posted okay, it. Okay, exactly. So he's doing, I'm so I'm sure he got a text from a producer saying, Brandon. Being shut up. No, exactly. But it's like, what, what was he implying actually? Ha- what did Olu, Olu do, according to Brandon? And what, how was it so bad that they like covered it up and literally edited him out, out of the show? As opposed to like, I don't know, someone was saying like, oh, maybe Olu was like flirting with, Serene, Serene or something yeah. but it's like if he was flirting with Serene why wouldn't they show that like that's part of the show to split up the couples and have different connections form and cause drama so it, well, it's yeah, leading me to believe that, it was like icky there's that clip of Olu and Shanae in the pool and then that's what circulated and everyone's mm-hmm. like well where was this from if Olu was sent home when did he get like this alone time with Shanae Right. Meaning there's like all this footage of Olu that never made the edit. I circle back to all of that to mean that basically there's there's a conspiracy that something went down with Olu, which is why he and Rick had to go. Rick was just like mushed into that because it would be too weird if they sent Olu home without addressing it. And then that's why we have Australian man at the beach and then immediately going home because it didn't make any sense. I read a tweet Tuesday night that said, so Sarah went home due to a family emergency. Adam was the only one that went home, though. So wouldn't Adam just have gotten Sarah's rose? Like, it, they didn't add oh, it up. Oh, true. It's kind of weird. Like, one person left because she had a family emergency, and then Adam doesn't get the rose. Right. Maybe so, they like, were planning to bring Sarah... someone... But maybe they were yeah. going to bring other people down before the rose ceremony just to make the numbers uneven. Because what you're saying is that, like, the numbers were actually even had Sarah's family emergency not exactly. happened. Exactly. So that something is off here. Brandon, let us know what, what was going on with that one day. Oh, yeah, really I'm sure Brandon's totally going to tell us. But he's gonna <laughs> in two years, he will. I know. In two years, I'm, I'm just putting out the feelers, playing the long game. Uh, I do like that Alex conveniently gets Florence's rose. You know, mm-hmm. Florence, the Australian that, the other Australian that mm-hmm. we totally care that about. That doesn't have a connection with anyone. It doesn't have a connection, yeah. and I, it doesn't really make sense why she's there. Great, lovely lady, but I don't care. So she gives the last rose, and conveniently it's Alex, mm-hmm. because Alex needs to stay on the beach and continue to create drama for Victoria and Johnny. Here for it. But Florence did tweet that she didn't just do it because of a storyline. She tweeted and said, for anyone thinking this was a random decision or just drama, Alex and I go way back to a different beach in Fiji on Bachelor in Paradise, Australia, four years ago. He saved me back then by giving me a friendship rose, and tonight I decided to return that favor. So no producers were involved in that rose from Florence to Alex. It was purely just her being a good friend. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I believe that they're also friends, but like you can, no one can convince me that there wasn't some sort of bribe or conversation with production to keep him. Although what I will say though, is I found it weird that, so like Alex stays for the drama, quote unquote, but there hasn't really been any more drama. I wish there And then was. Victoria was the one who got the date card. I almost wish Alex got the date card yeah. because then he would have picked Victoria because he's still interested in her and then mm. drama ensues. Why am I not? producing this I I mean this is what I think every single time I think about this show Jackie like (laughs) why did when Victoria got it I was like oh okay well she's gonna take Johnny and right and now they're more solid and now the drama's totally kaput pretty much moving on from this though so Justin's back because there's no Mm -hmm. rules eliminations don't mean anything you can be eliminated and come back the next day next minute next hour it's a fucking free-for-all. Is nothing sacred. I just think people are already so skeptical about this show and this quote-unquote process that when they make shit up like this and just say basically the rules don't matter, the rose ceremonies don't matter, it makes the stakes so low that it 
it becomes really hard to care or get invested because at any point if someone gets sent home, it doesn't fucking matter because they can always just like come back. And I really just think it's dumb of them to do. I was thinking actually about when your interview with Michael Stagliano, when he mentioned something similar about like how when they were playing Bachelor Pad that they basically like changed the rules of the game midway because when Chris Bukowski let Erica see that he didn't vote for her or something. Mm. Guys, it's a great interview. Go back and listen listen to to it. it. Well, Chris Bukowski brings Erica into the voting room on Bachelor Pad to prove to her that he didn't vote for her because she was going to vote him off and he had to he had to do anything possible to prove to her. And the only way was to actually bring her in. But that was breaking the rules. Yeah, because the whole fundamental like point of the game was the blind vote so that you could lie and kind of manipulate the situation. And... Michael was talking about how frustrating that was because it's like you can't just totally have a, a game, a set of rules, and then throw them out halfway. And I felt like, like it was almost the same way here with them bringing Justin back. I'm like, you are just like making your, any last smidgen of integrity this show had is gone. I, maybe I'm being so dramatic about this, but no, as I if mean, it was like right. some integral thing. But it's just, it's annoying. It's like, what are we even doing here if there's no rules? And this is the second person to do this. Kira already came back oh, after yeah. being eliminated too. So there's absolutely no rules. Didn't we go through this with... With Gabby and Rachel season. Well, because that's the whole time they were like, guys, how is this going to work? And it's like, <laughs> why didn't you think of this, Jesse? Like, you tell me how it's supposed to work. Wait, oh, this is when I compared um, The Bachelor oh, to, to Bamboozle. Let's play Bamboozle. Yeah, yeah. Which like, it literally is. Gabby, he doesn't want to accept your rose, but you can get an extra rose if you name all 50 states. I'd like a Wicked Wango card. Because, like, yeah. what the fuck game are we playing? If you can get, get eliminated and just show back up on the beach the next day, why are we even bothering eliminating anyone? This doesn't right. make sense. And right. I would like to point out to you guys that like Justin didn't like go home, think things through, get back on a plane and come back. Like he sat in a hotel room, probably without his cell phone, probably without like access to the outside world until the producers figured out when they wanted to bring him back. Yeah. And they said, huh, do you think Eliza is like kind of cute? Would you go fuck that up? And he was like, sure, if you let me out of this hotel room. And then here we are. Like, it's, it's just so dumb. But then to Eliza, she's like, Justin came back just for me. As if Justin has any type of say over when he can come back on the beach. That whole, I don't know, that whole thing with Eliza and Rodney and Justin, I get what Eliza's like trying to do in that like she wants Rodney to fight for her. But I just feel like, I don't know, it just feels very like immature and naive because I think Rodney was actually being a good guy in that situation. But the same thing happens twice, right? Like with Rodney and Eliza and then Logan and Kate. And Mm -hmm. look, girls want their man to fight for them. I totally get that. But in this situation, in both situations, the guys were just trying not to be overly possessive and controlling. And they wanted the women to make the decision for themselves. Sure, both of them could have been more like, I'm really going to look forward to you coming back. I really don't mm-hmm. want you to go, but I respect your decision. So they could have amped that up a little bit. And I understand wanting to make your man jealous because hello, we've all been there and it's fun, sure. But like, girls, this is not the time to play this game. Yeah, the, th- the fact that it happened twice in, in, is sketchy to me. And I'm like, how much do you want to bet that they're telling Rodney and Logan like, 
no, like the right respectable thing is to know it's her choice. Let her go on the date. Be a, be a good man about it. Blah, 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 blah. And then they're getting in the other girl's heads being like, that's so weird that he said you could go on the date. Like he didn't fight oh, for you. For like blah, 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 sure. blah. But what was weird for me is that when Hayden comes in, Kate is practically sitting in Logan's lap when she accepts a date from Hayden. Doesn't even miss a beat. Yes, right away, I want to go. But then mm-hmm. she's mad that Logan then lets her go. You already said you were going. So what are yeah. you talking about? What was he supposed to do? Tie you down? Her okay. hand is like practically like on his upper thigh, giving him like a massage. And she's I know. like, sure, Hayden, I'll go with you. Let me hear all about Rambo. <sighs> Uh, let's, let's talk about Mr. Rambo. I actually really felt bad for Hayden because I don't know. He loves his. I feel like they were really trying to make it like a joke how much he loves his dog and how much money he spent on saving his dog, which is a lot of money and that is a little crazy. But like, he's just a man who loves his dog. If I had six figures lying around to save my dog, I would do it. Do you remember Ben Zorn? Benzi. He's mm. from Caitlyn's season and he was on Paradise during when Raven. When Raven and Adam that okay. season, whatever season that was, yeah. anyway, yeah, 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 they made Ben Zorn's storyline all about his dog. Like mm-hmm. they edited it to always show him bringing up his dog, and then when right. he eventually got eliminated, he's like, "I get to go home and see my dog." Like literally, his entire storyline was his dog. So I'm pretty certain that Hayden isn't talking about Rambo as much as we see it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they're making a joke out of it. It's a little bit different though, because like the fucking poor dog is dying, and we're making like a joke about it, and I'm sure. It's I know, not it's really sad. nice to see Hayden watch that back and like see people kind of joke about the fact that his dog is dying. However, this is the second time you're fucking leaving your dog. So once again, justice for Rambo. I know. Like, it, I'm sorry, it is a you, little you bit. Bought, you spent 100K to buy him up to two years, but then you're going to keep, keep leaving. I mean, any amount of time is too much time if you're spending 100 grand to save your dying dog. Keep in mind too, though, he didn't go to the men tell all. And I think that was after they filmed Paradise. And everyone was really confused by that because they're like, oh, he went on Paradise. He must still have a good relationship with producers. But I'm curious to see if he either just like was really mad about kind of how things went down this time around with like the Rambo stuff or if there's something else going forward that's gonna like piss him off and kind of burn the bridge there I think anyone that shows up this late in the game it doesn't necessarily have well they just don't have a good relationship with producers they're like yeah oh yeah come on down like I mean the twins walk in and they are actually interviewing the girls as if these are all girls that are open and dating around and still like every single girl they pulled outside of Shanae and and even Shanae and but even they I feel like went on the date with them as kind of like a joke yeah like even Shanae afterwards saying like oh I'm feeling romantic I just like I don't believe it I think Shanae is just like a mastermind at getting screen time like she is going on every date that is offered to her and like go off I would do that too but there is no way Shanae is actually ro- romantically interested in one of those twins. Like I it's know. A li- but it, and it makes me kind of feel bad for them because they think it's like real, but like they literally had two people go on a date with them like as a joke. I know, and they have to know that, but they're like at the end of the day, we get a date on ABC, and like that's all we're really looking for. Yeah, like, they're twenty four year olds being rolled in a human burrito. Why? Yeah. Like they have <laughs> really to know why. that they're not actually being set up for success here. And like ABC, like they're like the difference between Joey and Justin and. Lance and Chris and I don't know which is which anyway and it doesn't actually matter it just I wrote it down Justin is gold Joey is silver Uh, pro tip I literally I wrote down one more silver one more gold it doesn't actually matter (laughs) no it does not matter just call Um, a random and sync member you'll get them 
Should we talk about Aaron and Genevieve? At the end of Monday night, I was like, you know, Aaron was like crying and apologizing and saying he overreacted. And I'm like, like I wrote down Aaron is a king, like at least three times I was like obsessed with Aaron. But then at the end of Tuesday night, I kind of was in a space where I was like, oh, it really seems like Aaron's insecurity is like what is sabotaging this relationship. Maybe he's lost his king status. Like my opinions Mm -hmm. of him went from like, up there to down there. I feel like I see Genevieve's... Well, no. I think they both are horrible communicators. Yeah, like, yeah They yeah. should not... Genevieve fought this way with Justin originally, and now mm-hmm. it's coming out again with Aaron. I think she just needs someone who can kind of teach her how to communicate a little bit better, and Aaron's not that guy. So mm-hmm. on Monday night's episode... Genevieve just basically wants alone time with Aaron. And then it pans to Aaron and he's like, he's playing like cannonball contests with the guys in the Mm -hmm. pool. And Genevieve just like wants to be, I guess, in a mature relationship with Aaron. And Aaron kind of just wants to funnel beers with the boys. That's what I'm taking away from this. She isn't good at articulating that to him. But he also, I think, could easily spend more time with her. They live together on a beach and he's choosing to play cannonball contests in the pool and choosing not to do whatever with Genevieve. Yeah, in that sense, I do agree with you. I think, though, like, Genevieve could be... I don't know, they could both communicate better because when as soon as Genevieve communicates that, because I think she actually did that in a pretty calm way, being like, hey, I want to, yeah. like, spend more time with you. But Aaron is so insecure, and we saw that in Monday night's episode when he got really defensive over all the Justin stuff, too. But Aaron gets so insecure by her just saying, like, hey, I want to spend more time with you. And he immediately takes it so personally, and he's like, oh, yeah, I did something wrong. I did something yeah. wrong. And he gets really defensive as well. And so it's just, like, a really bad combination. And then I feel like when Genevieve hears him talking defensively, she then takes it personally and is it like, why like- are you talking to me at, like this? And it's just, like... They both need to not take those things personally and be able to see that this is like the other person and they're projecting. Aaron and Genevieve are the modern day Ronnie and Sam though. Like they are <laughs> so toxic together and everyone on the show was talking about their high school persona and mm-hmm. who is who like um, Brandon and Serene are the Troy and Gabriella and Shanae oh God, is yeah. the Sharpay. And Genevieve and Aaron are like the toxic couple that stays together but they fucking hate each other. Oh my god, they're, did you watch Euphoria? They're Maddie and Nate from Euphoria. 100%. No, I didn't. Okay, well, for anyone who did watch Euphoria. Maddie and Nate. Maddie and Nate. Like, Genevieve's two seconds away from being like, Ron, are <laughs> Ron, you friends I'm done. with her? <laughs> Stop! I'm happy that they, like, made up, though. I really okay. do, like, we, as much as I'm saying how toxic they are and bad communicators, I really do, like, love them together and think they're so cute. I like them together, too, but this is, like, this is, like, triggering to me almost to watch a couple <laughs> that is so incredibly toxic. I think if they both were a little bit more confident, this would be squashed immediately. Like, if Aaron didn't take anything Genevieve says as, like, something that she needs so personally as a criticism of him, and then if Genevieve didn't take Aaron's, like, little immature outbursts as a attack towards her... They would be fine. Because it was the same thing when she was like, hey, you want to go talk? And he's like, um, yeah. And she's like, why'd you hesitate? Why are you talking to me like that? Yeah. And it's like, Genevieve, that wasn't about you. That's him just like being immature and, you know, having a little tiff. She's like, you don't deserve me. Run! <laughs> Aaron has the muscles too. Well, that's what I'm saying though. And then like Genevieve has like the long brown hair. Like they fit the personas mm-hmm. so well. So I, I think it's so painfully toxic that they tell each other they're falling in love with each other as they're almost breaking up as a, a toxic couple does. So they're back together on the beach. Everyone's cheering for them. And like 
was it Brittany and Victoria or Eliza? It was Eliza and Victoria. Eliza and Victoria. Yeah. And they were like, you only fight like this if you really love someone. And I'm like, girls. Like, that is factually Shall we introduce you to some (laughs) normal men that don't have to express their emotions that way? Because this isn't normal. Like, I've been in toxic relationships before, so I understand that. But it gets better. The grass is greener. Go elsewhere. Like, do not settle for boys that that treat you like this. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's, like, so romanticized, too, that it's just, like... It was romanticized with with them. They come back and everyone's cheering and it's so great they're going to power through. I will say that whole ending 20 minutes of like the cameraman chasing Genevieve all over the palapa as she packed her stuff was one of the better moments of Paradise this season. I really did enjoy it. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought it was really funny when she, like, locked Victoria out of the room and she's trying to pack. And Victoria's like, it's literally just me. Like, hello. And what a world that Victoria is the voice of reason. Like, what a character arc. I know. I know. I'm kind of loving her, like, girl's girl me too. moments. And it's nice to see her in this way. It's like, it's nice that she's not the crazy person yeah, in the situation. Yeah, I, I like that. And I like to see that maybe some, like, she's grown up and she's, like, mm-hmm. more matured. But we'll see what happens with her. I mean, I'm... Re- I really like her and Johnny, but I am skeptical because I don't think the problems went away. Johnny did not magically age three years and get a career path in the two days on the beach. And Alex is still there. So And he's so hot. Yeah, he's, he's just like the there perfect, being perfect man. So who's he dating now though? No one because right. he got the friendship rose from the Australian girl. Sorry, what's her name? I keep forgetting. Florence or Flo. Florence. Flow. Go with the flow. So hopefully they bring a girl for him. Until then, we're going to have to see what happens. Will Hayden get a rose from Kate or will she go back to Logan? Will Shanae choose one of the twins, Chris or Lance, whichever one she dated, I don't even know. Will Victoria jump from Johnny to Alex? Find out all that and more next week as we recap. I'm drunk. Almost paradise. Okay, Um. do you want to get out of the pool? Because you're a little pruney. Okay, offensive, <laughs> but I am a little pretty, you're right. Um, fine, I'll get out. Okay. Here's a towel. It's warm. What if I did a, like, you know how on TikTok you can, like, reverse the dive into the pool and it looks like you're jumping out like a superhero? I did that over the summer. You did? I didn't mm-hmm. see it. I didn't share it with the masses. <laughs> you're like, it's literally only on my phone and nowhere else. Yeah. I just did um, it for my own personal enjoyment. Wait, that's so fun. Um, awesome. Well, that's what I just did to get out of this pool. So. Oh, wow. It was really good. 9.9. I'm so close to getting a 10. Just a little more practice. Maybe just a little week. more. Yeah. Keep practicing. Just never give okay. up on your dreams. Reach for the mm-hmm. stars. There's no I in me. What is it? There's no ta- I in team. No I in team. But there's a me. All right. We'll see you next okay. week. So last week we announced that we are giving away 10 sex toys from Dame Products and the amount of entries we got were incredible. I honestly wish we could gift a Dame sex toy to every single listener because they truly are that good at it. I just want to share. I'm going to share with you guys how amazing these are. So we will be contacting all the winners by the end of this week. But if you didn't win, don't be discouraged because Code She's All Batch will get you 15% off site-wide. Yes, and if that is not enough savings for you, their entry-level vibrator dip is only $49. So, hello. It is a widely accessible vibrator with exceptional performance. And, guys, we've said this before, but, like, sex toys don't have to be intimidating, and Dame knows that, and they know what's up. So, whether dip is your first vibrator or the toy that helps you rediscover what makes you feel good, it's designed to be unintimidating and to encourage pleasure exploration without shame. Also, fun facts, dip is waterproof, has medical-grade silicone, and it is whisper 
quiet, and it also ships in discreet packaging, so you don't have to worry about your nosy neighbors looking at your vibrator sitting on the porch. Guys, I feel like we say this every single week, but it is such an important <laughs> it's, feature. It's, the, it's probably such an important the most feature. important feature. <laughs> and I feel like if we don't mention it one time, like, it's just not fair. I think that's such an mm-hmm. important element. Like, I just picture an old lady looking out her window trying to see what kind of vibrator you got from Dame Products, but she's not going to know. Yeah. She's not going to know because... It's going to be in discreet packaging, and you're like, got one over on Cheryl. Exactly. You know? Take that, it has, Cheryl. So, Dip has one button control and five intensity settings. Dip is an easy entry-level vibrator that can be used both internally and externally, allowing you to explore what feels good for you. Yes, and so guys, if you have been dying to explore what Dame has to offer, we strongly encourage you to check out dameproducts.com and use code SHE'SALLBATCH for 15% off the entire site. And don't forget to check out Dip. Okay, so we're going to kick off Bachelor Encounters. That's when you guys submit your stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild. We read about it on air. It's a good time. Such a good time. The best time, some might even say. Some would, yeah. Only some. Okay. This first one is about Matt James. Ooh. The listener writes, Bachelor in the Wild Encounter. First of all, love ya. Listen to the end of all episodes. How can I leave more than one review of five (laughs) stars? And then she sent me a bunch of stars. Aw, that's so nice. That's so nice. You can't leave more than one review, but you know what? You can grab your friend's phone and leave another review if you want. Yeah, so So do that. This person writes, I saw Matt James working out at Vasa in Provo, Utah. I see the Arnold's all the time driving and at the store, at the park, etc. So I assumed he was down here visiting Lindsay and her adorable little fam. Who? Lin- Who's Lindsay? Why? Lindsay Arnold? I don't know. Should, like, should I Google that? I'm Googling that. Okay. I didn't say hi because I'm one of those weirdos who hates being interrupted at the gym. But yeah, I texted my husband saying that I was starstruck and that was enough. Oh, Lindsay Arnold was his partner on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, okay. And I guess she lives in, oh, she lives in Provo, Utah, it says right here on her Wikipedia page. Okay, so this Bachelor Encounters that you just saw Matt working out and you thought he was visiting Lindsay, but we don't actually know. Yeah, but I think we can educatedly guess, because Provo, Utah is like pretty specific. Why Mm -hmm. else would he be there? Right, just getting his, his workout on. His workout on and then his dance on. Yeah. All right, good. Hi, Stephanie. I'm a new listener, and I found you because of your episode with Michael Stagliano. I was slash am a huge Michael fan, and every time he was in Toronto, my sister and I would go. I even got a Love Like This tattoo. So Love Like This is one of his old songs. He's the sweetest, most genuine guy I've ever met. Every other time he came, he made it seem like he remembered us. Even if he didn't, he will always be my favorite in Bachelor Nation. I am not surprised by this at all. I am a little surprised you got a tattoo, though. But no judgment. But, like, that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That is a little crazy. But, you know, go off if that's what you want a tattoo of. I don't have any tattoos because I could never think of anything that I feel, like, strongly enough about to get. But if you feel strongly Mm -hmm. enough about this Michael Stagliano song, you should totally get it tattooed on you. I guess what do you tell people now when they ask about it? Because, like, he's not – he hasn't – released in music and I feel like you can still say like oh it's this guy who was on The Bachelor once and now then he became a singer and now he doesn't do either of those things but you can maybe make up a reason and say like love like this it's like oh it's just something I tell myself to always remind myself to go after a love like this Mm -hmm. be really be really deep yeah really deep with it yeah okay so this next one actually is from TikTok okay 
This person writes, remembering that one time me and my friend saw Greg Grippo post a story at the bar next to our house. So we sprinted over there and sat in their eyeline, but didn't stare, then walked out when they did and he was surrounded by girls. We pretended to not even notice him. Then he came up to ask where him and his friend should go out. And we told them where we were going and they got in our Uber. We hung out with them all night until they told us why girls kept asking for pics and we acted like we were shook. That's fucking that is awesome. Funny. That's like something I would do just to humble them a little bit. Like, get over yourself. Yeah, and that is just such... That's really, like, playing the long game, I would say. And I think it it clearly worked for you. So I applaud you tremendously. I think it's funny, though. They're getting... They're getting surrounded. I mean, they, I'm assuming it's Greg and other guys from The Bachelor. She Mm -hmm. doesn't say, though. Yeah. But, like, he's being surrounded by all these girls... But then he goes up to the girls who aren't going up to him and asking where they should go out. So, girls, like, it's all about that chase, I think. Yeah, like, Greg Griffin wants is. the chase. Because he's not going to go after the girl that's throwing themselves at him. Totally. I mean, that makes perfect sense. So when you see Bachelor people in the wild, specifically Greg Grippo and friends, and if you want to hang out with them, be cool. Show up at the bar, stay in their eyeline, walk out when they walk out. Mm-hmm. Act like Pretend you like you don't know who they are. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the key part. And I mean, if it's anything we know about Greg, like, he likes the chase. He dated someone in another country. He does. You can't be too accessible to him, you that's know? That's true. Yes, 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 yes. All right, well, those are all the Bachelor encounters we have for this week. If you have a story you want to submit, DM me at She's All Batch. We may read about it next week. My face feels so refreshed when I wake up in the morning on my Etitude pillowcase. So Etitude has this clean bamboo fabric that has feathery soft texture that is similar to silk, but it breathes better than cotton or silk. And the sheets are hypoallergenic, guys, free from chemicals, and therefore they are great for my skin and hair. I've been so obsessed with these sheets. Oh my God. So I was actually thinking the same thing this morning. My hair feels softer. My Mm -hmm. skin feels so nice. I am sleeping on a damn cloud over here, and I love it. And it's a big... Big change for me because I'm not the best sleeper. I do tend to overheat in the middle of the night, but I've been sleeping like a baby with these new Etitude sheets because the sheets wick away moisture. They regulate your temperature to keep you cool and comfortable throughout the night. So I am having like a completely different sleeping experience. That's so great. Me too, honestly. I also run hot in the middle of the night and these have totally been a game changer. And unlike cotton, which consumes massive amounts of water, energy, and chemicals during production, Etitude uses naturally organic bamboo. And fun fact, that's literally the most resource efficient plant on the planet. So this is also really good for the environment, guys. We are saving the world. Yeah, literally. We are saving the world by sleeping on these amazing luxury sheets. I'll do it if that's what it takes, you know? (laughs) I'm all about giving back. But what's really cool about Attitude is that they allow you to try their bedding for 30 nights. And if you're not completely satisfied, just return those babies for a full refund. So like, there's nothing to lose especially when She's All Batch listeners can get a discount code of 20% off plus free shipping. Yes, so right now you can get 20% off your order plus free shipping when you visit attitude.com slash she's all batch and enter promo code she's all batch when you check out. So remember that is attitude as in eco attitude. Order today for free shipping and 20% off your order at attitude.com slash she's all batch using promo code she's all batch. This segment is brought to you by Everlywell. Everlywell is a consumer-initiated at-home lab testing company that connects people with accessible, innovative, and insightful at-home lab results. So Everlywell believes everyone should have agency over their health with access to lab results they want with no surprise medical bills. That's why they offer 30-plus at-home lab tests so you can get results your body can count on to take action on your health and wellness where you are. 
And now they're also offering vitamins and supplements to support you every step of the way. Yes. So I have told you guys about this before. I have taken their metabolism test and I took their food sensitivity test. And next, I definitely want to try their sleep and stress test. They have been giving me such helpful information to better understand how my body has been working. And so basically how it works is you do a simple and easy sample collection in the comfort of your own home. And then you use the included prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. And in just a few days, you'll get your physician reviewed results sent to your phone or computer. So once you have your results, you can share with your primary care physician and they can help guide you with next steps. And if you ordered vitamins and supplements, you can start adding them to your daily routine right away. So it's so easy and over a million people have trusted Everlywell to support their health and wellness goals and you guys should too. You guys should too. And for listeners of the show, Everly Well is offering a special discount that's 20% off an at-home lab test of your choosing if you go to everlywell.com slash she's all batch. That's everlywell.com, E-V-E-R-L-Y-W-E-L-L.com slash she's all batch for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash she's all batch. All right, guys, I'm here with Alana. She is from Matt's season of The Bachelor, but more so from Bachelor in Paradise, which we will get into. Hi, Alana. Welcome to She's All Batch. Hi, thanks for having me. Yes, we're so excited. Um, So I want to start, we'll get into all the Paradise stuff, but I want to start from the beginning. You were on Matt's season of The Bachelor. Yeah. What was that like? Were you excited when he was announced? So when I applied to Matt's season, I was living in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And it was like middle of pandemic. Things were very, very strict over there. Like you can't have friends over to your apartment or you'll get fined. Right. Um, Oh, wow. I remember talking to my friend who's obsessed with The Bachelor. He lives in Texas or he did at the time. And he was just saying, you know, it would be so fun and a great way for you to be around people. You should go on The Bachelor. And I'm like, I don't think that's for me. Like I've never really thought of myself as a kind of person that would want to do that. But the more we talked about it, I was like, okay, fine, I'll do it. So I applied before I even knew Matt was going to be The Bachelor. Um, okay. And I didn't really know a lot of recent Bachelors. I had watched it in high school, but like the last season was Sean Lowe with my mom. So yeah. it was like forever ago. Um, I was excited. I mean, I didn't know anything about him with all the other girls, but it was exciting kind of for me because I didn't have to learn about someone. yeah watched it at all yeah no that makes sense um what was like your experience like well it was a COVID season which I feel like is just so weird for so many reasons but like in the house what was your experience there like who could you kind of see were the front runners or did you think anyone was a front runner when you were there oh yeah I definitely did I mean the first night I knew that Rachel and Matt were spending a lot of time together okay okay um you can kind of just tell when you're there, like who gets more time and who gets mm-hmm. less. I think I got like 40 seconds. Yeah. I don't want to like say this. I don't know if this is rude to say, but like, I don't remember you that yeah. much from Matt season. Obviously, like we know you more from paradise. What were your experiences with Matt even like? Cause I don't, I genuinely don't remember a time when you guys I were think, together. I honestly don't even think they showed us talking at all. Um, okay. On, on air. I feel like you maybe saw me for 20 seconds all like nine days I filmed but um, he's really nice guy I feel like there maybe wasn't any chemistry beyond a friendship there but Mm -hmm. he's uh 
really nice person. He seems super down to earth and genuine. So yeah. I'm happy for him and Rachel. Yeah. Was there anyone else besides Rachel that you saw like early on was kind of getting a lot of attention? Uh, Sarah, but she, Sarah Trot, but she Which ended up, Sarah? she was the one, she had a one-on-one date with Matt. Okay. Um, I think either the first or the second one-on-one date. And then she left at the same rose ceremony I did because she like got sick. Her dad okay. was ill at the time. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Okay. But I noticed those two were like really the ones that caught my eye as being like, oh, these are girls that are being really focused on. Yeah. Okay. So you obviously like weren't on the season for that long. Like, were you bummed when you got sent home or like had it run its course? I was definitely bummed just because at that point, like you keep being kind of told by not only production, but by the other girls, like, oh, you'll get a date. Like, don't worry. It's going to be fine. Like these things play out. They go Mm -hmm. slow. And I guess everyone there is being told things. So you all kind of assume that there's still a place for you in the next step. So I was bummed in the fact that the experience was over because I realized that finding your soulmate when you have 30 other people trying to like be soulmates with the same person is not likely, but I was Mm -hmm. excited for the idea of making friends and, you know, spending time with people since I hadn't been at all in quarantine. Right. No, I was definitely bummed, you know, lots of dresses I didn't get to wear. And I know to say that I got in trouble on another podcast for saying something about about uh, the dresses or just about the fact that like we prepare so much for these shows you know Um, yeah but I feel like that's like common knowledge like I always think especially for paradise I always feel so bad when people get sent home early because I'm like oh my god like the spray tan the nails the lashes all of the outfits and I'm sure obviously it's the same for the regular season too yeah I mean I don't want to get you in trouble if you're like no no no, it's fine like you just you prepare a lot of course yeah um, some girls different than others like I should have been smarter about how I prepared and like not spent so much money but mm-hmm. you know it's fine I have like gowns for whenever I have a ball I need to go yeah to. for all the balls <laughs> that you'll be attending in the future um I want to get more into paradise stuff because I that whole situation with you and Chris on the beach was so crazy to me but I want to start like kind of in the beginning of paradise you were one of the people that was like held in the hotel and then brought in to the party and only some people who were brought into the party then ended up staying on the beach you being one of them because you had a connection with Chris yeah what was the situation of like being in the hotel and what were they telling you like bringing you in because we had McKenna on recently and she talked about it um in a very like vulnerable um emotional way and I'm just curious like what your experience was with all of that it was probably one of the hardest things I've ever been through sitting okay. in the hotel and not knowing when I'm going to leave mm-hmm. and I came in I think I mean maybe a day or two after filming started so or even before filming started into the show or into like the hotel into quarantine so you don't really know oh, got it. starting but I, I'm pretty sure I was in quarantine for like I don't know if I'm allowed to say but 15 days give or take I think you're, people have said that to us like McKenna right. was in there I think also for that period of time as well she yeah. said that too that's like I'm pretty sure McKenna and I were flown out like on the same day mm-hmm. um, it was hard because you know and you're just sitting there and you're thinking like, well, the longer this goes, like 
the more relationships are going to be strong. It's like, do I even have a chance with anybody? Should I just go home? You just have so many thoughts going through your head. You have minimal communication with anyone. Um, Your meals get delivered, but Mm -hmm. you know, that's about it. Um, What would they tell you? Like, would you ask like, hello, when am I going down? Oh, of course. Of course. I'd call just to have somebody to come up and so I could bug them about if, when I was going to get to go in, but they didn't really tell you anything until the day of. And that was when I realized it wasn't going to be like a normal entry where I get to go to the beach and like not be under yeah, like with a date card all yeah, like not ready to go. Under so much pressure to make a connection immediately or go home, which was like the parameters of the girls at the party. Um, Did they tell you that or was that just kind of like implied by the situation? Yeah. So basically they said the way that you will stay is if you make a connection with someone tonight then they request to have you come down to the beach or something along those lines. And I definitely went over the top with it, but I told myself you did not sit in your hotel room for 15 days to go home tonight. Right. No, exactly. Connection with someone. Um, But you and Chris, obviously like you had a natural connection. I would not know if you'd say like go over the top with it because you, you guys did like each other. You guys are still dating to this day, right? Yeah. We oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a, nice. um, <laughs> um, I mean, so I had met Chris already and I right. met a bunch of the guys there already. Um, and I'm not watching this season, but I feel like it's becoming clear that everyone meets before the show. Of course. So yeah. like there doesn't need to be so much emphasis put on like you two met, you clearly plotted and schemed to be here together. Um, But no, we had met and all the producers knew that I was interested in Chris going into it. Like it was, there was no secrets. I didn't hide anything. Uh, But, you know, he showed interest in me immediately when I got there. And I was like, hey, this is my connection for the night. This is how I'm staying. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, I say over the top just because obviously everyone was very offended by well, I, I have questions about that too. Um, because that whole, I'm trying to think of like how to, how to word this or like best go in order. Because Jasenia was with Chris prior. You came in. You and Chris had a connection. That whole scene where like you guys are are together at the beach, and Chris is more or less like bullied off the beach with with grocery store Joe, Riley, Marissa. I like just rewatched this YouTube video to like remind myself of how awful it was like how did that go down in real life because to me that was the craziest thing for them to be so upset about your guys's situation versus like like you said everyone kind of like has met prior and you guys were very clear like yeah we met platonically as friends but like that's that when there was literally another couple who had gone to the beach that had legitimately like planned a whole thing aka Brendan yeah. and Piper I like what was it from your perspective of that whole mob swarming Chris yeah so I mean I guess where it started was at the party the night before um mm-hmm. right I was really honestly oblivious to anyone having an issue I think it had things to do with me having been stir crazy in my room for a couple of weeks and then finally getting out mm-hmm. knowing I had to make a connection and also alcohol and of course socializing yeah. for the first time in a while. I mean, we all have 
sloppy nights at clubs and bars. Unfortunately, mine was televised. You know, I just, I feel like, so the, the frustration and the anger started then with everyone, because I feel like they were all really close with Jesenia. So it was, um, like they had her back no matter what was going to happen. But didn't Jesenia know Chris before too? Like, didn't you say you guys had all hung out in a group? Yeah. Um, Katie invited us all to do kind of like a celebration get together at the end of her season in San mm-hmm. Diego. Yeah. So we were all there among like a bunch of other people from the franchise as well. Right. I guess my question is like, what, what is different between like Jesenia and Chris having known each other prior and then they were dating on the beach versus like you and Chris had known each other prior at like that same thing. Yeah. Like, why did they, well, I guess like if you knew the answer, then um, if I knew you know. the answer. No, I mean, yeah. I honestly just think it came down to the fact like that Chris and I were kind of easy to pick on in that yeah. situation. Um, it was so illogical of the I'm just going to call them the mob, like that group of people that like went to talk to Chris. It was uh, like. Did you see anything of like the seed being planted for them to go over to Chris? Like, it just feels like such a manipulated moment to me. Yeah, I feel like I mean, so I actually did not watch any of that season and I mm-hmm. only watched the parts of the episode that I was in, but with the volume all the way down because I was like so terrified to watch it um yeah it was it was really rough but I would say that we were both pretty blindsided um there were a few people the night of the party that had been like you and Chris and I'm like what about it we're in paradise right right what do you want me to do um but we had a great date even though what you saw was the cringiest thing ever, but we actually, there actually were great moments on that date. Um, we had a great day. We talked at the top of the stairs. We walked down to the beach. Um, I think I walked over to the bar area where Wells was. And when I turned around, I heard yelling. So that was, it was was really, really quick. Yeah. It was clear that we had walked in and they were planning to confront Chris. Right. Did anyone ever like apologize to you guys or say something after the show had aired? Um, of the people that were involved in that? Yeah, or just like anyone from the show. Like, I just think, I mean, like, people as a show, viewer to me, yeah. that like I, it was very clear to me that that was like a ridiculous overreaction by the mob. So I'm just like curious yeah. if any of them watched that and were like, oh, our bad, sorry. Um, Cause it was clearly like very upsetting for you guys. Like yeah. you left the show after that. Yeah. Oh, well we, we had like no choice. Um, when you say you had no choice, was that like a, a literally you had no choice or you just felt it was best for you at that moment to go? Literally we had no choice. Okay. We can leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> um, so the guys didn't reach out. A couple of the girls did reach out and just said like, Hey, I can't believe that happened. Like watching this back. It's, I'm so sorry that, you know, we didn't stand up for you. We didn't do this or that. Um, I very briefly talked to Jasenia after mm-hmm. all of it went down. I mean, right after I got home, I did send her a text just being like, 
I hope you really know I didn't plan anything and I'm sorry you got hurt, you know, all of the stuff that I've already said, but I didn't feel she was very receptive to it. And then after the episode aired, I heard from her again and she just said she was, you know, regretful of her behavior, but it was followed up by some things that I wouldn't necessarily consider an apology. But at the end of the day, honestly, like I wish her the best. I I really don't have any ill will there anymore. We have no contact as for Mm -hmm. the best. I don't think we ever will again. Um, Do you have contact with anyone from the franchise besides Chris? Okay. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't, we don't talk to any of the people that came after us that night. Um, Okay. Which I feel like is to yeah. yeah. Um, what was that? Or no, go ahead. No, I mean, I just, I feel like the few times I've been on podcasts and I've said something regarding Jasenia, then she's gone on a podcast and said something about me. And then it's like this revolving thing. So I'd like to just say, I really have no ill will against her. I'm not mad at her anymore. I'm actually like really happy in my life. So everything worked out the way it was supposed to. And I hope that she's happy yeah yeah Yeah, I think I I think that's a good message to to put out there to the universe like even though like so many people came at me hating on me for everything that happened like the public and the fans but I know people came at her too and that that's not right even though they shouldn't have come at me they shouldn't have come at her either like, what were people coming at you saying so you mean like people like actual fans of the show like on Instagram and stuff what were they saying? Terrible things. <laughs> um, oh my god! Chris and I got death threats. This show is we so like told to kill ourselves. I got called every terrible name in the book by every kind of person you can imagine. Like I had to just not look at my phone for about a week and a half mm-hmm. after it aired occasionally when like a bachelor page reposts something I'll still get some mean things in my dms but it's it's like 99.9% over which which is great yeah it's so it's just so crazy to me how people can not understand that this is a a tv show and that um they should calm down but what, what was that experience like for you and Chris, like, I'm assuming, cause obviously like you guys left the show kind of together, but I'm assuming like that whole aftermath of it was like a huge bonding experience. Like how was that for you guys as a couple? So we left. Um, and I think that I was in Mexico a few days longer than Chris. I'm pretty sure he left the next day and I was kept for a few extra days. Oh, was- interesting. Wait, yeah. so did you guys not leave in the same car? No, um, there's the part, this is one of the things that people got at me for was I was sitting in my car and Chris came to open the door and I Mm -hmm. said, Chris, this is not your car. Chris, this is my car. And people like, you can't even let him ride with you, but it's like, there's no room for him in this car. We all take our own. That's not your decision. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Like what? Um, and I was just in like a really bad emotional state at that point. Like not only confused because I had no idea what was going on I couldn't even like share my side of things but I was just so disappointed 
and embarrassed because I'm like, I know what this is going to look like now. And then you have to wait months for it to come out. And it's just that like, I have really bad anxiety and I have my whole life and waiting for something to air like that is torture. I can't even imagine torture. So we didn't leave together. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually got my phone back and I did not even have a text from Chris. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, confused how he couldn't have said anything to me. But um, I called a couple of my friends through the franchise and they were like, he doesn't know whether or not you want to hear from him. So we're like waiting to tell him if you want to. Well, him. that's kind of sweet. Because he, he had been told, caring. Yeah. He'd been told by people that I didn't want to hear from him. Um, which, which people? people okay people. yeah all right all right um, I'm picking up what you're putting down he's, um yeah, he was wh- just told that and so I did want to hear from him and then a week later he flew to Texas and then we've been dating ever since then yeah well yeah. at least there's like kind of a happy ending oh yeah to for this sure story. yeah I mean honestly knowing how it turned out I do it again even really I, yeah even <laughs> if I had to go through that again because I mean like I'm really happy Mm-hmm. And Chris is a great guy and having him in my life is special. So I feel like I'm stronger now too. Like I could handle things like that. Yeah. Whereas then that was, oh my gosh, I don't mean to sound dramatic, but I felt no, like you're not being dramatic. Like I can't over. even imagine the, the trauma that you guys go through on this show. So you're not being dramatic at all. And like, just like all of these people that are really popular in Bachelor Nation talking poorly about you. And you're like, okay, people that love you are going to see that. And then they're going to come after me. Like, do you have to do that? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so many people in the franchise doubling down afterwards and then still continuing to come after us on social media. And we're like, please just give it a break. Like, we're drowning over here, please. Yeah. Do you like when you guys are on the show? I feel like some people have mentioned this that like you get assigned, like, a producer that's like your person that kind of like you talk to like everyone has the same one the whole time yeah so I'm assuming you had one of those like did you ever like talk to them after or like what did they say um I mean if we don't have to get no no it's fine I mean I actually was really close with mine for a while okay keep in touch anymore um not were you close after you were off the show I mean, we talked a little bit, but it wasn't like it was before because I feel like, okay, so here's my thing. I, I have high anxiety and it's hard for me to trust people, but when you go into a situation like that, at least for me, in order to be myself, I have to trust people. So you allow yourself to trust and then it gets broken and you're like, wow, you just made my trust issue so much worse. Mm-hmm. So it's been hard for me to keep in touch with any of production. Um, not saying like they're vindictive against me and like all this stuff, but it's just hard because like I got hurt in an experience that they created. Yeah. So it's just hard for me to keep that in my life. But um, I haven't really talked to anybody. Uh, like a little here and there, but nothing major. So what's life? You say you're very happy now. You you would go through all all the torture again just to be if in If I knew I could get the same outcome, yeah. Yeah. What's life together with you and Chris? It's good. Yeah. I mean, I so we were actually only dating for like four months before I moved to Utah. 
Okay. Is that where Chris is from? I don't remember. So he's- he moved here when he was 17 with his family. Okay. Okay. And then he went to school here and just stayed here. Um, but no, I moved here end of October last year. So I've almost been here for a year. It's good. I mean, yeah. we have a fun life. Like we live in downtown and he's got all these amazing friends that have accepted me and treat me like family and his family's here and they're amazing. So it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, I feel like I know the answer to this question, but would you ever go on another bachelor show? Not redoing with the one that you did, but like if they, if they called you, if you and Chris, well, I guess you're in a relationship, but like if you and Chris broke up tomorrow or whenever, and you're fully healed from it. And they're like, Hey, would you go to like, would you go to paradise again? Well, I don't know how much I can say on this, but I'll just say a little, and hopefully that's not like crossing a boundary. I actually was asked. What? And then for this season. Yeah. But they uh, know the, but you're like, they know you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And they I don't, ask I, but anyway. I don't want to say too much because I'm just like, um, yeah, no, I don't want to put you in a bad position, but that's like, yeah. I have so many questions. I'm like, that's so crazy. Yeah. Um, we were actually, I was asked and then we were both asked, um, like to come as a couple. Oh, okay. But we were kind of just worried that there would be things sure of that would happen and we're not interested in like entertaining other people so yeah it's interesting you say that actually now though because so so guys for people that are listening today is Tuesday when we are recording this the episode of paradise that just aired last night on Monday the 10th everyone was really annoyed by it because literally the people who got the most airtime on the show was Ashley and Jared for some reason they brought Ashley and Jared back but they it wasn't like a situation where like they give a date card and leave like they're they're now like just on the show as a married couple like they had a fantasy suite date but then we're just like watching Ashley and Jared like as a married couple like sit in a bed together and it's it's very weird everyone was unhappy about it um and but part of the reason why I think they're doing is it it is they're like trying to weirdly like rewrite the narrative of like Ashley and Jared being this like paradise success story when the fact of the matter is like they got together in the real world outside like their times on the beach together were actually like horrible and now they have Ashley and Jared on as a couple trying to make it seem like wow guys like this is what it can be so it's just like interesting that they would reach out to you guys I wonder if it's like for a similar reason to be like, wow, Chris and Alana, they're a, a bachelor in paradise success story. Look at them. They're so happy when the fact of the matter is you guys got together after the show in spite yeah. of the show. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I don't like, I don't have an issue with people calling us a paradise couple, but we sure, did not right. paradise as a couple. So, right. I mean, you saw us both together on paradise and if that kind of makes it so that people want to say paradise couple they can but we weren't a couple when we left right no I know but like neither were Ashley and Jared yeah. and yet they they have them doing this like they, crazy thing but they have a baby don't they they do have a baby yes okay so they're not like trying to get them to date other people no no that well that's why it's even more weird no they're not trying to get them to date other people they're simply just like sitting on the beach watching everything narrating everything and then getting their own date cards like a date card came down it's like Ashley and Jared you have it's like why am I watching this like this is not the show but 
Yeah. We, we haven't done our recap yet. We'll do that, I guess, tomorrow after tonight's episode airs. Um, But I clearly have a lot of thoughts on it because yeah. it was crazy. I mean, I am not going to lie. I have not watched yeah. any Bachelor show since that episode that I watched like four minutes of on mute. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, that I feel like they're maybe trying to just change it because it's not really working the way it is. I mean, you can't have mm-hmm. two people come on that have known each other in life and say they plotted and schemed to get here and then right. ruin the point of the show. A big thing that was pitched to me by the producers when I was going on Matt season, mm-hmm. the fact that once you're on a bachelor show, you're part of bachelor family and you get to meet all these cool, amazing people that you have things in common with and you can connect with on this experience you came through together so it's kind of shitty to get like so pummeled for just becoming friends with Chris when that was something that was pitched like this is a good thing you can be friends with everyone and they said that like before you agreed to go on Matt's season was that like a way to get you to I feel like that's just something that maybe you know is talked about but it's like if you think about it so many people that have been on bachelor shows are friends with each other. Mm-hmm. So it, and it is kind of nice. Like I am now really good friends with people that I would have never met otherwise. And right. I think that's a great thing about the show. Um, it brings you really awesome people into your life. I mean, my boyfriend, several friends mm-hmm. I have from the show, but I just think that maybe an issue with paradise is that they're trying to act like it's everyone's first time meeting when, if you've brought all these people into the bachelor family, it's not their first time meeting. Right. Of course. So, I mean, whether you've met in person or gone to dinner or gone on a date or DM'd or whatever, most no, yeah. people have had interaction. Yeah. I think, I mean, we know this for so many other reasons as well, but like clearly the show is very bad at adapting with, times as things um progress but I totally agree with you I think they just need to like get into the 21st century and and recognize like break the fourth wall that like this is a a tv show that people go on maybe to meet someone but also to for the opportunities that a tv show can bring and of course they're all going to meet prior and it's all a big group of people but yeah yeah no I I mean everyone that goes on the show has something great to offer. So if you're really going to sit there and tell me the only way you can find love is a TV show, you're lying. Absolutely. Like that's not the only reason that anyone goes on this show. Right. Yeah. And I think the show needs to start acknowledging that as opposed to like almost like punishing people for that. I mean, like we saw them do that a little bit with Brendan and Piper. They obviously like did it to you guys for no reason because that was not even valid, but I mean, I feel like in both situations, Chris and I and Brendan and Piper, somebody did get hurt, you know, Natasha yeah. and Jasenia got hurt. I feel like there are differences in how they got hurt. Um, well, yeah, Brendan was like, said mean, like, yes, you're correct. I think, and I agree that I think there are definitely differences in the situations because Brendan, I think, said some things that were like just not that nice about Natasha, but in your guys's case like that is just kind of the nature of the show though like it's a dating show unfortunately someone's gonna get their heart broken maybe yeah I think the unfortunate part about it was just the party setting and not the normal coming with the date card and leave because I used that party as my date because I was told I had to make a connection so yeah 
other people got to watch my date and it was unfortunate for them. And I guess that wasn't on the forefront of my mind, but I, I don't feel amazing about how everything went down, but it's not like, I I think you did the best you could with like the situation. If, if I was in that situation too, and they're like, okay, you make a connection and that's how you stay. Obviously you're going to go make connections, especially someone who you had met prior, who you did flirt with and had liked. So you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I still feel bad though. I mean, I feel like when you, I don't know, it's, it's just such a weird thing because I think about the fact that I'm so sensitive and I'm like, if the roles were reversed, my feelings would have been really hurt too. So sure. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. But, it's but just, I think there's a difference between having your feelings hurt because the person that you liked maybe like someone else more and getting a whole mob together to spread a lie about the the other couple and then bully them literally off a TV show. Yeah, but, I probably would have just gone and cried in my bed. Right. But. Like the normal heartbreak <laughs> um, routine. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are One more question and then I will let you go. Whatever happened to like the people who were brought out at that party clearly didn't make connections were they just brought back to the like McKenna was brought back to the hotel but then got pulled out again but I remember seeing like Alea and some of these other people do you know what happened to them they just go Uh, back to the hotel and go home I think Alea has said this on a podcast so I can say it but I think what happened with Alea was they were going to keep her for like another week maybe and then maybe put her out and she was like I'd rather just go home so she I think she flew back to um San Antonio where we both lived at the time like the day that I did she just decided to leave because I mean like I said earlier sitting in that hotel room is torture like not knowing I can't even imagine honestly like I get your phone you don't have any English television like it's really what do they expect you to do like honestly just thinking about it makes me anxious because I'm like that's literally worse than actual prison they can at least read books and stuff well you could read books if you brought them and like I had a journal so I was like writing every day but it makes you like go feral like yeah it's like an animal when you get out of there so yeah yeah um I'm not sure if they're still quarantining for seasons but I hope not because I I mean I don't know like what it is with the COVID restrictions and stuff, but like there's obviously still people who get locked in hotel rooms for weeks because they're bringing people, they bring people down like at the end of a season still. So um, they're still doing the same stuff. And I think they know how it affects people mentally and they like that. It's just, yeah. yeah. I appreciate you so much for like sharing this whole story and opening up with me and wish you and Chris the best. You guys clearly are a really strong couple where can people find you and anything you want to plug oh gosh I don't know if I have anything to plug <laughs> I can shout out Chris though yeah oh and if Chris wants to come on the podcast send yeah, him our but, way um Chris actually I'm like so proud of him he when he had just gone on Claire's season he um started a marketing company and doing so well he does marketing for like tons of restaurants and businesses in utah so if any companies need to up their marketing game they can get in touch with chris all right and where can (laughs) they get in touch with him oh instagram email instagram let me go look what his instagram name is (laughs) it's chris conran 
Very simple. There it is, people. Alana A. Milne. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, thank you. you. Okay, good. Okay. Well, if you ever want to talk more or anything, yeah. uh, we're always here. I'm it was sure great Chris having you. To talk to y'all. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. And that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, give us five stars, leave a very, very nice review and tell a friend about how much you love the She's All Batch podcast. Yeah, definitely tell a friend. And if you want more content go check out our patreon guys it's officially live and we're so excited we've been working so hard on it and i think the content's really good so yeah that's patreon.com slash she's all batch and the link to that will be in our episode notes go check we've it out been getting a lot of good feedback about the q a episode between me and stephanie where you got to know us a little bit better and we spill some tea so that's incentive to go check it out. Yeah, go check it out. It'll be a fun time. Thank you to our sponsors. You can go to everlywall.com slash she's all batch and get 20% off an at-home lab test of your choosing. Yes, and then you can go to theway.com. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code allbatch for 15% off your entire order. And then you can go to edituecom slash she's all batch for free shipping and 20% off your order for the softest sheets in the world. Amazing sheets. And if you want the best vibrator in the world, go to dameproducts.com and use code She's All Batch, and that will get you 15% off site-wide. The giveaways from last week, have everyone has been contacted. So we gave away 10 sex toys from Dame Products. I pretty much got everyone's response except one. So if you entered the contest, go check your Facebook DMs. I'm waiting on one person. Her name is Ashley. If your name is Ashley, go check your Facebook DMs. Um, Shout out. We also picked the winners for all of the other giveaways. Um, so if you are, if you want to turn and you want to know if you won, check your DMs on Instagram or Facebook because the other ones were on Instagram, right? Or yes, DMs. and they've I've been in contact with them. So we gave okay. away Ben's generous coffee and we gave away a voucher to um, the jewelry company from a Fox mm-hmm. owned business. And we also awarded Macy the voucher for four bottles of Spade and Sparrows wine. She is one of our many thoughts that subscribe to the Patreon channel. We really appreciate you trusting that we're going to deliver on the content. So Macy was one of the first people to sign up and we really appreciate it. So we hope you get drunk on your Spade and Sparrows wine. There is so many more giveaways to come. I wanted to let you guys know, like going through and actually choosing the winners, I felt so bad that like so many people entered and I wanted to give to, to more. So trust me, we get very um, generous around the holidays. I want to do more. So Mm -hmm. more will come. Stick around with us and we will be sure to give as much as we can back to you guys because we love you guys so much and we appreciate you supporting us always. Yeah. So thank you so much. Wow, I'm going to play some Full House music. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Your line. What, what, which one? That it? Why bitches? Oh, I I didn't hear yours. Serve it up to me. Oh, I just said it. I said, and I think that's it. Okay. Bye, bitches.